It was September 1943. My brother Dexter was a fighter pilot stationed in England. My brother Tom aboard a submarine somewhere in the South Pacific. And I was standing like a brainless piece of furniture, being fitted in party dresses. I stepped out onto the runway into a blaze. Lights struck magnificent crystal chandeliers hanging from the high-ceilinged salon. Hundreds of smart hats were reflected in the mirrored walls. Spotlights and flashbulbs ricocheted from the glass, hurling sparks in my eyes. I paraded through the room a dozen times that afternoon. Soon I was ending the show. Once back in the dressing room, I yanked off the hat and veil and wedding dress and unpinned my hair until it tumbled to my shoulders. Over the commotion, I heard Anne yell, Aline, hurry up, get over here. She stood at the wall phone in the corner, her hand covering the receiver. Please, be a good sport about tonight. I have to give Mike an answer. His brother has just come in from the airport, from overseas. I told you he does something or other in the war department? No, she hadn't. I was stung. Overseas. The war department. The words worked on me magically. Slowly, very slowly, I nodded. Okay. We arrived late. Come on in, come on in, Mike drawled. Sorry, we'll have to eat immediately because the spaghetti is just about ready. We walked to a large table that dominated his bachelor's flat. The windows were shut on a sultry evening and covered with green shades for the blackout. Fans droned, and so did the radio. It always seemed to be on everywhere one went. The war news a constant backdrop to conversation. Amy Porter, Aline Griffith, this is my notorious brother, John. John Derby had a square face, striking blue eyes, fair scrubbed skin, prematurely silver hair. I guessed him to be thirty-five. His body was more solid than his brother's. Mike was a little pudgy, though more dashing. I sat on one side, Amy on the other, next to Mike. To my left were two other men, co-workers, Mike explained. He was in the research department of Standard Oil. I wondered why he hadn't enlisted. John Derby turned to me. Wine, Miss Griffith? His manner was cool, detached. Thank you, no, I don't drink. His eyebrow lifted in question. Ever, I said. He turned away. It quickly became evident that neither Amy nor I was expected to participate, as the men bantered and argued about the strategies of their heroes and villains of the war, from Patton to Rommel, Roosevelt to Hitler. They debated the use of the recently completed gargantuan Pentagon building and unanimously condemned Union leader John L. Lewis and the United Mine Workers' strike. Later, Derby turned to me and inquired, smiling, Are you planning to become a famous model? I looked him full in the face. Not if I can help it. Really? And why is that? I want to get into the war, overseas. John Derby glanced at me with curiosity. How do you intend to do that? I wish I knew. I've applied to Jacqueline Cochran's flying training division and every other group I can think of. I'm always told the same thing. Too young. But there has to be a way. You could become a nurse. That would take years. I want to get in the war now, over there where the real fighting is going on. 
Now, why on earth would an attractive girl like you, safe and sound here in New York, want to go abroad to become embroiled in a bloody massacre, someplace where your life could be in danger? I wanted to tell him I had three great-grandmothers who had braved crossing this country to lay down roots in the Midwest, despite Indian attacks, birth without doctors, sickness without medicine, helping to build homes with their own hands. But I was afraid he would laugh. Instead, I said, I love adventure. I like taking risks. All the men I know are eager to get over there. Why should it seem strange that a woman wants to also? I started to turn my back when he said, Girls your age are usually dreaming of getting married and having children. Aren't you in love? It was beginning to be a boring evening. What's that got to do with it? Well, it is a factor. Well, it's not. As it happens, I'm not in love, but even if I were, it would make no difference. The first part may have been a lie. There was Tony, an intern at Bellevue, whom I liked a lot. But the second part was true. John Derby studied me in silence. Then he said, Do you know any foreign language? In college I majored in French and minored in Spanish. Oh. We smiled slowly at one another. Well, Miss Griffith, if you're really serious about a job overseas, there's a slight possibility I can help. I looked at him with new interest. If you should happen to hear from a Mr. Tomlinson, he said, you'll...